the reality of it is if you want more of that, you want to decrease the distance between uh, what you can do for things that you're chasing and what you actually do. You, you decrease that number and the closer those things are together, the happier you'll be. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. As you know, if you watch this program on a regular basis, I usually have a guest with me, but once every quarter or so, I try to open it up and get questions from the audience, and so this is another edition of the Ask Kirby edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. So first of all, thank each and every one of you for sending in questions, really do appreciate that. And if you've got questions for me for a future episode, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. So I'm gonna start with the first question from Swag Sam, Sam Cabert from out in California, and he, he wanted to know about our video department. He said, why do you have a video production department and how does it play an overall role in your sales acquisition plan and a percentage of uh, sales in relation to the rest of our business. So that's a great question, Sam. So video production sort of is inherent to me. It's actually what my background was before I jumped into the promo market. I'm a video guy by nature. So it's a really natural sort of extension to our business. The other thing I love about adding video to our services is that it makes us more of a comprehensive marketing company. We're not just selling promo or selling swag, nothing wrong with that, but because we have video in-house, it's just another service that we can offer to our clients. What is it in relation to our sales? I actually just looked at the numbers recently. It's anywhere between nine and 12% of our sales overall. So the reality of it is it's not a huge percentage of sales, but our gross margin is great on that and it works well, uh, again, for servicing clients. The other thing, and I think this is a key part of the question that you were asking, is it's a great way for us to do internal marketing. Obviously, delivering marketing joy, the weekly words as we've done them, any of our vlogs, we have a little bit of an enhanced ability to do video in-house so that we don't have to outsource that. And of course, that sets us apart from a marketing perspective for ourselves. And so video is a huge piece of what we do and the reality of it is it's fun. So I hope that answers your question. Thanks so much, Sam. Next question we get from Anna from Promo Corner. Anna actually sent me a couple questions. I'm gonna answer a, a few of those today, so thank you, Anna. The first question is, if you had to relocate your business and family, where would you go? I love this question, Anna, um, so thank you very much. If anybody knows me, we are based here in Coshocton, Ohio, and I love it here, but I'm not a big winter guy. I like the warmth, so if I were to relocate, and yes, I have given this some thought, the two places that I would kind of look at is either Tampa, Florida. I love that area. I like the ability that we could get back and forth to Ohio quickly or um, uh, actually Phoenix, Arizona. Love both of those locations. Both have warm uh, climates, obviously. I kinda lean toward Florida because I like the ocean, but uh, both of those areas are really cool. Bustling uh, cities, I love uh, sort of the culture of both of them. So if I had to re relocate, I'd look at Tampa one, Phoenix two. Next question comes from Mark Graham from Toronto, Canada. Thanks, Mark. How do you know your content efforts are really working? And how do I define content marketing success? 
Mark, that is a great question. And Mark knows that this is something I think all content, crea content creators sort of wrestle with on a regular basis. The reality of it is for me, I um, probably don't do a great job, if, if we're being honest, of trying to really measure ROI of content. But what I would say is I know it's the right thing to do. And when I measure it long term, I notice that there is success. And also I'll give you an example. So since the beginning of uh, June, actually May 31st I started, I've been writing a blog every day. And Mark and I were actually uh, conversing about this. It's one of the challenges is I never know which blog is gonna do really well. So one day I'll think it's gonna be a great blog and everybody's gonna love it and nobody seems to care. But then I'll throw one out that I just wrote in 10 minutes and it goes, it goes really well. It seems to resonate. So though I don't know which blog is going to sort of blow up or which one's going to fall flat, what I do know is over the period of time, there's value. And not only has our website traffic increased, but I think our engagement has increased and it's giving us, given us uh, more exposure to our audience and our industry. And what I would say is that in, because of this question mark, I'll tell you, I looked, one of my goals for the second half of 2018 was to grow 25% year over year for the second half of the year. Now that's a pretty aggressive goal and I thought there's no way we can do it. I just looked at the numbers today and we're at about 18% year over year for the second half of the year. Not coincidentally, that's about when I started blogging every day. So can I draw, hey, I wrote this blog and it, it went directly to sales? No, but I think it's a weird coincidence that since I started blogging, our sales have gone up. So I hope that answers your question because I don't know that there's a great way for me to specifically point A plus B equals C, but over time, I know if I put in the work, the sales will come. So I have another question from Anna Henley from Promo Corner. Anna was a rock star this time, sent me several questions, and so I wanted to choose a few of those. Her next question is, who do you want to interview that just hasn't returned your call? And I, I love this question because I, I will tell you there are a ton of people that I would love to talk to that just, and it's not that they haven't necessarily returned my call, they just don't have the bandwidth right now. But, the, but a few people that I admire that I would love to chat with. Um, number one, Casey Neistat. I, I've kind of got a content creator crush on him right now. I just think he does a great job. He's super creative and I love some of the videos he puts out. Gary Vaynerchuk, I've had a crush on him for a long time. So uh, he's definitely one that I would do. Um, I even got Skylar behind the camera laughing about that one. Uh, Ed Milet, who is a speaker and an author who I really like, and Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins wrote The Five Second Rule. I just love that book. And if you like audiobooks, that's one of the best audiobooks I've listened to in a long time. So any of those four people, if you know them, feel free to introduce them to me. I'd love to have them on the show. Great question. The final question of the day comes from internal, not only internal for the company, but internal from the family. Uh, my oldest daughter who's been working here and is working on this video, Skylar asks, if I'm looking to start a business or if anybody's looking to start a business, how do you put a lot of focus on the business but still maintain a family life? So it goes back to the work-life balance uh, question that comes up a lot. So that's a great question, Skylar. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, I'm a believer that Work-life balance, and you're hearing a lot more of this right now, work-life balance is one of those things I think is a myth, especially for an entrepreneur or somebody in sales or somebody who's really aspiring. I, I just think it's a myth. I think it's one of those things where you need to be all in on the place that you're at. So many times we sort of half-ass 
every place we're at. And so what I mean by that is like you're spending time with your family, but you're on your phone or you're, you're on social media or you're not all in with them. So number one is wherever you are, be all in there. And then even if it's only an hour or two with your family, you're getting real quality family time. So that's sort of my piece of that. And then the other thing that I've been sort of spinning around on is the distance between I can and I do. And what I mean by that is I think that I've figured out that there's a correlation between what you are able to do when you are chasing a certain goal and what you actually do um, when you're chasing that goal. And the closer that distance is, the more happier and fulfilled you are in that area of your life. For example, if you are wanting to get into better shape and the reality of it is you could be working out Uh, each morning and you could be eating better, but you don't. So your distance between that, the fact of the matter is every time you think about fitness, you're going to be frustrated with yourself. And it's totally an internal thing. This is not something that somebody else puts on you. This is something that you put on yourself. So in those areas of your life where you're frustrated, my guess is the distance between what you can do and what you are doing is quite the distance apart. So right now, When it comes to business, I would say that the distance between what I can do in Hossman Marketing and what I am doing is really close together, so I feel like I'm accomplishing a lot. That being said, on the family side, there are times where, man, I'm not spending enough time with my family, and when I am, I'm distracted or I'm thinking about business. So that distance gets further apart, and almost always when that's the case, I'm not happy, and it's on me. So my advice, really, if you wanna have you know that it's not about work-life balance, it's about success and happiness. It's about fulfillment. And the reality of it is if you want more of that, you want to decrease the distance between uh, what you can do for things that you're chasing and what you actually do. You, you decrease that number and the closer those things are together, the happier you'll be. So that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I, once again, I really appreciate everybody who put in questions. This is always fun for me uh, just to kind of break away from some of the normal Delivering Marketing Joys. I learn so much each and every week from entrepreneurs, authors, marketers, business people from all over the country and all over the world for that matter. And so I really enjoy doing this. But these Ask Kirby uh, editions are fun. So once again, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next week.